catch you on the rebound. You got, I know your government names. You got Ben Quan Hill up in here, better known as Brother Ben X. Um, YouTube, man, he's, this, this guy's all over. Um, how would you describe yourself? You know, I would never want to shortchange you. How would you describe yourself to the people? Uh, simply as my name, uh, brother Ben X, um, whenever somebody's introducing me or, um, even when they're putting together a flyer, I make sure they put brother first, uh, because I'm a brother before anything, you know, I've been an athlete. I've been a, uh, man, I've done a whole bunch of things, man. Entrepreneur, um, pro activist is the word I like to use. Um, but there's nothing that outdoes uh, being a brother to one another. Uh, because when you look at the word brother, you have the word other. So how I treat myself often is how I treat you. So you are the other me. And oftentimes what I found is people treat people uh, really how they treat themselves. So when you see trolls, when you see people who's always trying to down someone else, it's probably because when they wake up in the morning, they're doing the same thing to themselves. So I'm just a brother man who is a student of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan who is striving to use my gifts, skills, and talents to uh, help uh, give life to the dead. Uh, and I, I can truly attest to that, man, because like I said, my background from knowing you is – Everman Pee Wee football. I watched you play basketball in college, you know what I mean? And then you made like a, a total life transition. Um, me being an athlete, you know, uh, once I, I'm slowly starting to realize what my purpose is, and I think it's bigger than just sports, uh, outside of sports. Um, what was that like for you? Um, like, I don't, I don't, I think that you put the majority of your time into your purpose more so than sports. Mm-hmm. Was that a tough transition for you to stop playing sports? Uh, not well. Yes and no. Okay. Uh, for me, no. Okay. But because of me considering the thoughts of other people that was uh, that put their time and energy and investment into my basketball career, yep. uh, that was kind of difficult. Uh, the reason I yeah. say that is because back in middle school and high school, I was already making videos. I was already doing skits. Okay. I was already, um, you know, an entrepreneur. I had my own business in going into high school from middle school called DFW Flyer Distributors, and I was actually passing out flyers for businesses at 10 cents a flyer. Mm. Uh, I was selling candy. You know, uh, my mom would go to the Sam's and give me a bulk thing of candy with the honey buns, the strawberries, and things of that nature, and I was selling it for a dollar Gatorade as well. And so when I went into college, uh, my sophomore years, when I came into the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when I started to feel uh, more at peace or I got a greater reward by seeing people wake up by the knowledge that I was sharing versus me scoring 40 points or getting 10 assists uh, in the game. So it was a little bit hard because I know my parents put so much money into it. Yeah. Many people was looking forward to me either going to the NBA or going overseas. Yeah. And so when I made that transition, a lot of people didn't support it uh, because it was a transition not only of me dropping out of college, um, but I also changed my faith, uh, per se. So yeah. a lot of people didn't agree with that. So uh, it was a difficult process, but uh, the reward is uh, definitely better. I'm sure you had a lot of naysayers, man. Uh, just recently, man, just recently been probably in the last two months, um, just better in my relationship with God. Like like you say, uh, there's no – obviously, people feel like the greatest feeling is being on that, that field or that court in that mm-hmm. spotlight. 
and impacting lives. But it's 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 nothing compared to when you can change somebody's mindset. Mm-hmm. And and I realized that that is my purpose too. I don't know in which way, but I know that when I started to share and reveal the things that I was going through and how it opened up other people. I was like, okay, I could do this forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't. I, I was. I was almost done with basketball when I found that out. You know wow. what I mean? My my situation is that I need the finances to fund what I want to do now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And after this run, who knows? I may be. You know what I mean? Because now I know what my purpose is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and it was tough. And a lot of people, when I, you know, when I told them that, like, yo, like, you know, like I could, I could be done with sports, like. I know what my purpose is, or at least I'm getting closer to knowing what it is. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not it, you know what I mean? That's yeah. not it. But I feel like most athletes, they don't figure that out until it's too late, and then that that transition from like not having sports, having always had that crutch, to now what do I do, is very difficult. Yeah, I think uh, um, a lot of people. I think sports is a great foundation. Majority yeah. of the people that I know is actually from sports, either from football, Everman, uh, 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 Worth Heights, or yeah. you know anything basketball or football. And I think it gives you that structure. It, does. it teaches you about unity. When I'm on a basketball court, I'm not worried about trying to dunk. I'm gonna throw the oop to you if you're yeah. on my team. So it teaches you how to play your role, be good at what you do for the greater good of the whole. So I think I still use a lot of the principles that I learned from sports yeah. and what I'm doing now. Uh, for the people and I think um, anybody who is a athlete I think when they get to that point they have to make a decision am I playing basketball for me or am I playing basketball for my parents or am I playing Mm. basketball for people who are watching me because you have some parents who are striving to live through their child so I want you to be a basketball player I want you to be a baseball player I want you to go to the league when actually that athlete may have changed their mind you know they may have changed their mind and want to be a lawyer they want to be a rapper they want to be this and they don't want to tell their parents because their parents have invested so much money and time into them and it's almost like it's they don't want to let their parents down and so I think athletes and anybody you have to make sure that what you're doing is for you and I think you're never going to reach that happiness or that peace or that feeling that we're talking about until you fulfill your purpose and not theirs yes that's real powerful man um I guess we can get right into it what about the nation of Islam um you know attracted you um i would say the uh the results um you know you hear about people who was on crack who was on drugs and they changed their lives you hear about brothers who was murderers and they changed their lives you hear about sisters who were prostitutes and they changed their lives and one of the first things that i saw when it comes to the work you know, the scripture says that uh, Jesus was in the highways and the byways. Okay. Uh, in fact, you know, when I was growing up, you heard people talk about, you know, why this brother got tattoos or why they pan sagging and why they cussing almost on some holier than thou type stuff. Yeah. But in the nation of Islam, they went to those type of people. That was the target audience. You know, mm-hmm. let me because it's like this. If I brought a vacuum in here. And I said, hey, JT, man, I got this vacuum for nineteen ninety nine, and the, and the floor is already clean. That's not a, it's not a, uh, a easy sale. Sure. But if I let the floor be dirty or if I go to a floor that's dirty and I say, hey, you see how this got this up? Now you're going to say, well, man, what, what do I do? The cash <laughs> out? Do I do PayPal? Because it was it. dirty. But so yeah. in the Nation of Islam, we get the same question that Jesus got. 
Jesus was asked, why are, you not, why are you over there sitting with the sinners? Why are you over there with the tax collector? He said, well, I'm the doctor. I'm supposed to be over there with those who are sick. And I saw the nation of Islam going door to door in the worst neighborhoods, mm-hmm. raising up brothers who was in the worst condition, raising up sisters that was in the worst condition. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what uh, the scripture looked like to me. And I didn't start getting lied on, persecuted, hated on until I started following the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. So to me, that's what was attracted to me. You know, that they, they wasn't looking looking down on you there was only time they looked down was to pick you back up mm. and uh and then the nation of islam the, the teachings breaks down the scripture so it breaks down the allegory and the meaning and takes the spookism out of it okay. because you know i grew up thinking that god is somewhere in the sky and god got <laughs> me poor did. and god got you rich and you know <laughs> some snake is talking to eve in the garden yeah. and then when you break down the allegory and you see yourself in the picture and you see where black people at in the scripture then it makes it, uh, it it makes it very relatable. So the minister said one time, if I took a picture of this whole room and I showed you the picture, who's the first person you're going to look for? The first person you're going to look for is yourself. You you make sure you, you make sure you, you, your smile was right. Make sure you had the right angle. Mm-hmm. Well, he said, our people are interested in the scriptures. Our people are interested in the education because they don't see themselves in the picture of life. But when mm-hmm. I can show you where you at in it, now it's a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. God uses all people. Wow. That's, that's, mm. you know your stuff, man. I gotta <laughs> give it to you. You know your stuff, man. Um, okay. Well, what, what would you say to, I mean, we can say our brothers and sisters that are on drugs or that are in the streets, they really don't see no other way out. They don't feel like religion is their way out. How do we help them? Like, what, what can we do for them? If they, they're not necessarily going to walk with us in Christ or in Islam, but they still deserve to, and they deserve a life. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market, and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six figure friends are on teaching you every single week if you want to join the abs tribe go to www.whatisabstribe.com www.whatisabstribe.com um the honorable Elijah muhammad said you never have to condemn a dirty glass just put a clean one next to it mm-hmm. so a lot of our people and our brothers and sisters who are out there on drugs who on alcohol it's not necessarily that they want to be that way. Yeah. Uh, they're using that because they don't know what else to do, and this is their way of getting all of the problems off of their mind. Right. But what they don't realize is like putting on makeup. Yeah, sister, you got these bumps on your face, and yeah, when you take the picture on Instagram, I can't see the bumps, but when you wipe off your face, the bumps are still there. So the best thing for you to do is go down to the root of the problem and fix your diet, start drinking water, doing whatever the case may be to fix it. So they have to see an example. That's why in Scripture it says that he will 
raise one from among you. Okay. See, because when you was robbing, just like I was robbing, and I see you change, I'm going to ask you some questions. True. When you was having sex with a whole bunch of girls, just like I was having sex with a whole bunch of girls, now you bigger, now you living your life for God. Now I can see God working through you. Yeah. But if you come from some other uppity place and you never come down and see me, yeah. I can't relate to you at all, then it's hard for me to relate to that. So I think that's why God always raises up someone from among your own people. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that I was taken out of the junk pile, cleaned up, and then put right back on top of it so you can see what it is that I have or you can see uh, see how I actually change. So I think the best thing for us to do is be the book. See, I can come to you and tell you the first chapter John says such and such and so and so, <laughs> but then when you look at me and when you look at me, you see in the book. Yeah. So when Jesus said, uh, uh, when they was asking about the father, he said, hey, I've been among you all this time and you haven't seen the father. When you see me, you do see the father. It's because the way I speak, I'm speaking from his voice. When yeah. I act, I'm moving based on what he told me to do. So a Muslim is simply one who submits their will to do the will of God. So I'm not going to force you calling yourself a Muslim. But if you submitting your will and if I can get you to submit your will to do the will of God, if you don't believe in God, add an oath to God. Now you got good. Now, if you can submit to that you already a muslim i ain't got to tell you that mm -hmm. islam is peace islam is submission but if i can get you to do that you already that a christian mm -hmm. is one who is crystallized and one is with god following jesus christ or one who's being christ-like if i can first be christ-like and get mm -hmm. you to see the benefits of being christ-like then i can get you but see we look at our brothers in the streets who selling drugs who doing drugs they see that they see a reward for that mm -hmm. they see on TV, well, if I sell drugs, I can get this type of money. If I can do this right here, if I can be a pimp, I can get this type of money. Yeah. But those of us who so-called righteous, who following God, we're too busy to come down and show them an example. God didn't say be broke. Yeah. Just because you were God and you're supposed to be righteous, that don't mean be broke. Yeah. And the scripture said he wants you to have life more abundantly. It says I want you to be a lender, not the borrower. Now, I got to have some money to do that. So I think what we need to do is uh, show them more of an example. And instead, yeah. of them, uh, instead of us condemning them, let's raise them to our level. Mm. And you do a lot of that, man. I, I watched a couple of your videos. Um, I don't know how, how important it is to people. I don't know if they just understand the power of, like, media and movies and just the stuff that we see, advertisements every single day. You you make your own, you know what I'm saying? And that, like like I said, this is about mental health. That conditioning that, that we've seen for so many years, just mm -hmm. like Santa Claus, Tooth Fairy, all of those things, like we never ask questions about that stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like we never ask questions about that stuff. And if we never do, we never will. Like we'll never know. We'll never know the truth and we'll never have our own version of the truth. Mm -hmm. Me, like when I when I say like my purpose, and you you call you, you call yourself an activist, so you actively de like dedicating your life to, I guess you, we could say waking up people or just like having them think in the right way. And just a correction, proactivist. Proactivist. Uh, that's okay. a new word that I'm pushing out because right. you have a lot of people who are reactive. Mm -hmm. You know, a brother gets shot. Oh, oh, let's go. Let's go Mars. I got the guns out. Got it. But what about two weeks before that? We could have prevented that. Okay. So I like to, uh, you know, there's a there's something I recently heard that says that an ounce of prevention is weighs more than a pound of cure. See, I can we can we can try to fight cancer now and we can say F cancer, but let's F the foods that's causing us to get oh, cancer. Sure. Now we can save more people. For sure. For sure, man. And I. I, I started to 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 dive into uh, Dr. Sebi mm -hmm. once once you know 
the whole Nipsey Hussle situation went about, and I didn't question it at all. <laughs> I, I, I didn't question it at all. I was like, okay, uh, some, something happened here. You know what I mean? And it's, it's covered up by uh, gang violence or whatever, but I don't, I don't believe it at mm. all, man. Um, the truth, if people knew that food is supposed to be a medicine. Mm-hmm. Food is supposed to be a medicine, but we've, we've always seen food as something this is supposed to be good for me because it's bad. Like mm-hmm. I, this food is so bad that it's gonna be good for me. I'm gonna eat <laughs> this food. It's, it's gonna taste good. I'm gonna eat this food and eat so much that I can't move. I gotta go to sleep. Like our food is supposed to be our pills, and like pe- people don't understand that. But like obviously, like you had the fruit of Islam. Was 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 it hard for you to give up like pork? And was it hard to change your your diet? Uh, the pork wasn't. Um wasn't hard because yeah. that's like one of the things that's forbidden. Like whether if you Muslim or not, even yeah. the Bible talks about not eating a pig. Okay. So that wasn't that hard for me. Uh, right. Now I ain't gonna lie, them them them, uh, them, them kolaches or whatever <laughs> that you eat, they is good. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I can't lie. I yeah. think the hardest thing to eat was uh, give up was the uh, was the chicken. Okay. Um, you know, cause cause Chick Fil A, man, and mm. you use the set of intelligence, man. You know, they. I was telling myself, you know, maybe, you know, they maybe they killed the chicken right. You know what I mean? Maybe these is 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 seasoned right. They're not cooking this in the wrong <laughs> grease, so maybe I can eat these a little bit longer. Maybe uh, if I eat, you know, some some chicken tenders once a month, I'd be yeah. good. Uh-uh. But I think the chicken was the easiest. Uh, I'm sorry, was the hardest to let go. Okay. It wasn't that hard to transition um, from the pork. And I would say to anybody who's making that. Uh, who's trying to make that transition, okay. they have vegan food that really tastes like you eating it. Like, you know what I mean? They got some, some. Uh, if you just got to have some ribs, yeah. they got some veggie ribs, man, that you yeah. feel like you're really eating some they ribs, have, man. They, they got some everything. veggie wings, and my wife, she makes some uh, some uh, cauliflower wings, man, put okay. the barbecue sauce oh, yeah. on them. And I've them. had that. Man, man, they feel like you're eating it, man. So I, I think it's not that hard. It depends on, you know, what kind of eater you was. But it was kind of easy to me. Nice, man. Powerful. And Powerful. I think it'll be easier when we get, you know, the knowledge of uh, of self. Okay. You know, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that knowledge of self produces the love for self. Love for self yeah. produces the respect for self. Think about those individuals who love their cars. Okay. You put the best gas in the car. Best gas. Put the best oil in the car. Clean Make it. sure you get all kind of uh, <laughs> uh, 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 tune-ups. You're cleaning it every day when you get this new car because you value the car and you know the purpose yep. of the car is going to get me from A to B. Yep. Well, when it comes to my own body, my own vehicle, the temple of God, actually, now it doesn't matter what I put in it because we're going to die anyway. Well, your car going to break down anyway, but you put the best things in there. But the reason you take care of the car is because it has a purpose to get from A to B. Well, the thing is, some of us don't know where we want to be in life. So, therefore, it doesn't matter. I'm just out here living anyway. Mm. Mm. And the car is also the mind. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, my man being excellent here, y'all. Yes, sir. So, um, playing overseas, man, like, you, you, have, you have a lot of free time. You just you just start to question a lot of things. I took a uh, message to the black man with me overseas just because, like, I'm I'm just curious, man. I like to read, and I wasn't able to finish the book. You know what I mean? Because just I I, I didn't get very far into the book, <laughs> and I was like, man, like I can't read this. You know what I mean? But and I studied, like I I listened to uh, Farrakhan's speeches all the time, man. It's powerful, powerful. His words are like truth. You know what I mean? And not 
not everybody can handle that, but but what what hurts me the most is like some people don't even take the time to like listen to what that man is saying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, like we would rather go to, and this this is like nothing about race or anything like that, religion, but we would go to a um, a symbol that doesn't represent us, like you said, it doesn't look like us for faith, for hope, and for that stuff and that glory. Um, as opposed to someone that does, you know what I mean? How, like, what is that? Like, how, how do you feel about that? Um, I feel it goes back to, uh, the subconscious thinking Uh that we have about ourselves again to me, brother, you know, when I think about brother, that's my other self. So if I have no confidence in myself, I don't trust myself. I don't believe in myself. When my brother, the other self comes and talk to me, I'm not going to believe nothing he's saying. You know, they tell me that Mary had a little lamb and his feet was white as snow. Well, Mary is who in the scripture? Mm. The the, the mother of of Jesus, right? Okay. Well, if Mary had a little lamb, we call Jesus what? The lamb of God, right? Okay. Now, if Mary had a little lamb and his feet was white as snow, that's subconscious telling me that Jesus is white. Mm. Now, if Jesus had this father, if Jesus had this father and his, I mean, by just subconscious thinking, you think his father is white. Well, maybe God is white as well. And so now you're being told that, you know, in your subconscious mind that white is right and that everything black is dead, everything black is wrong. You can go all the way down to the doll test. The doll test is something that they gave the little children that had the white little baby on one side, the black little baby on one side. And he said, which one is stupid? And they pointed to the black one. Which one do you think is pretty? They pointed to the light skin one. This is white babies and black babies saying this. Now, they may not have... They may not have a teacher saying, hey, you're dumb. Hey, you're smart. But think about all of the subliminal messages that we're getting. When I walk past a black cat, what is that? What does that resemble? It's cursed. Cursed. Bad luck. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So everything. Then but Muhammad Ali broke down back in the day. A devil fruit cake is what? The brown fruit cake. <laughs> The angel fruit cake is the white fruit cake. So they giving you all these subliminal messages in the yeah. movies, like you talked about the power of media, oh, the man. power of TV shows. So now, even the emoji, somebody broke up. Yeah. When if you look at the emoji, they got a white. All the others you got black and white, but for the family emoji, you only got white. They don't have no black <laughs> one for that. What's up with that? What's up with that, Apple? So um, when you think about all of the things that's been taught to us, that's been showed to us, when a black man comes up and says something that's contrary to what we've been speaking all this time, you know we don't want to believe it. You know, because another reason we don't want to believe it is because now you got to be held accountable. See, now if I tell you that, you know, the black man is not the uh, uh, last man. He's not black because he's cursed. He's black because he's first. When you're taught now that God is within, when you're taught now that you are a God and that you're the original man and woman of the planet Earth, now you can't. You can't throw all the blame on somebody else. Now you got to wake up and be who you're supposed to be. And then once I wake up and be who I'm supposed to be, and you telling me that I'm a God, then you tell me, look into my own scripture that they've been telling me about, and it actually says that ye are all gods, children of the Most High God. Then it tells me in John 10, uh, uh, John 12, Chapter 14, that those who believe will be doing the works that I'm doing and you're going to do even greater works that I was doing. This is Jesus talking. Man, then you're going to tell me that I am the real kingdom. I'm sorry, that I'm the real temple of God and that the kingdom is is, is up within me. 
So mm-hmm. now I'm going to this church every day, and when I get on the church grounds, I got to turn my music down. I'm I'm not cussing <laughs> no more. I'm I'm being respectful now. Then yeah. the scripture says, how can you love God who you never seen and hate your brother who you see every day? So mm-hmm. I'm going to this church or this building that's made by man, and I'm being so respectful. But this building or this human being that's made by God, now I'm disrespectful. Now I got to be held accountable, and that's what they're afraid of. That's why when we got the final call, they know we're not trying to force a religion on you. This is accountability. This is teaching. This is righteousness. This is news that you can use. But if I read this, I'm going to read something that says, man, you need to eat right. Man, you need to live better. Man, you need to think better. So I'm going to just tell them, man, I don't want to see that because if I see that and I read that, now it's going to be on, it's going to be, the blood is off of your hands now. Now it's on me now because it's in my mind. So when the scripture talks about these two angels always walking with you and they're recording your deeds, when you think in spooky, you think, okay, it's two ghosts always following me and they're recording everything. No, what's being recorded is your mind. So when I kill somebody and nobody's around to see it, yeah. It was recorded. It was recorded on your mind. So now it's hard for you to think. Now you're dealing with guilt. Those are the angels that it's talking about. And it's gonna be on your it's gonna be on your heart and spirit, man. I think that's what's I think that's what's what's uh what's stopping them. I think that's the problem. Mm. Uh, I also feel like there's a lot of false idols, you know, just the same way within the media. You have the the entertainer entertainers, you have the artists, you have the actors, the actresses, they know about what's going on. But they're getting paid, you know, to keep their mouths shut. Mm. I enjoy the comedians because yeah, they're they, gonna tell you the truth. They're gonna tell you the <laughs> truth. You know what I mean? And they get blackballed. You know what I'm saying? See, blackball. See how they see how that works? <laughs> Why are they whiteball? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I never thought about that one. Wow. Wow. Okay. It, that's true, man. And it's wow. It's I mean, it's been going on for so so many years that like you wouldn't even think to change. Maybe you got to write a new dictionary. Man. You know what I mean? Um, you you written a book before? Mm-hmm. What do you, you have one book? Yeah, the, it's called Separation of Death: The Mindset of Self-Employment, and actually, it talks about finding your purpose. Okay. Okay. So many people ask me, Brother Ben X, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K. To 210-504-4094 will give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made 130000 in two days. Peace. All right. I'm going to make sure that I get a copy of that, man, and we're going we're gonna to put that out there. Um, I just I just have to speak about the people that have the most influence at this moment right now. Uh, Kanye decides to drop this gospel album. What you feel about that? Um, I I enjoyed the album. I haven't listened to the album. I listened to some of the song like "Follow God." Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kanye just on his journey, man. You know, okay. uh, Kanye has always been outspoken. Yeah. So what he's doing, we see it. Mm-hmm. But this is actually what many people do in their heads every single day. Okay. I I don't believe in God. I, I believe in God. I'm finna start following Christ. You <laughs> yeah. know. Then he says, you know, you get rich and you gonna trade in and get a white girl. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think I like white girls now. 
So this stuff is happening in our heads, you know. Yeah. And when you think about this, think about when you have these cartoons. Mm-hmm. And when you have a cartoon and you about to make a decision, there's a devil on one side mm-hmm. and there's an angel on one side. Well, this is the God and the devil inside of you talking. So the devil, the minister said, is deceptive intelligence, rationalizing disobedience. So whenever you have a thought in your mind or something that you know you're supposed to be doing, there's something inside of you saying, no, nah, don't do that. Mm-hmm. No, nah, yeah, it's like when I used to go to the store sometime and I knew I was supposed to get those gummy bears that's in that little white container and put them in the bag and weigh it. That's how you go pay for oh, it. Yeah. But the deceptive intelligence in me told me, well, that must mean it's free because you can just go in and grab it. <laughs> so I think what he's doing, we yeah. see it on the outside, him okay. battling with himself, where he wants to go, don't know what he want to do. He don't yeah. know how he want to influence the culture. He want to sure. have ownership, but then again, he want them to respect him. So I think that's just He's he's just expressing himself, and yeah. we and we have a chance to comment on it and give our uh, opinions on it. But oftentimes, some of us are having the same thoughts in our head, oh, yeah. the same thoughts he's having. Yeah. So I think it's good that he's able to express himself. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that he is even choosing to follow Christ, whatever Christ is to him. Yeah. As long as he's striving to live a better life and be righteous, man, more power to him. Mm. Mm. I love that, man. Um, so I got to speak on this Kaepernick situation because I feel like when you're an athlete, it's almost like you, you kind of have to hide how you really feel, mm. you know. And we had him speak out about how he felt, and then they just took his they took that away from him. But from what I've seen, it made him bigger mm. and more powerful, you know what I mean? But why can't the athlete be great on the field and then also tell you how? Have you ever heard of Craig Hodges? Yes, he was a Muslim basketball player, played for the Chicago Bulls. Yes, mm-hmm. not many people know about him. He he did basically what Colin Kaepernick did now, but he didn't really get glorified for it, but he did that way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Chris Jackson did the same thing, and those guys' careers basically ended yep. because of it. They were in good health. They could have played 10 more years. Same thing with Colin. He could mm. play right now, but because he wanted to speak up about how he feels, it's like, whoa, 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 no, no, no. We want you to play. Mm. You know what I mean? We, we, we're not asking, like, what's going on in your head. That's for us. That's for us to dictate. But you want to do both. Like, who do you think you are? You know what I'm saying? You know, um, he who controls the rules mm-hmm. can control the game. Yeah. See? So if you kneeling and I get tired of you kneeling, I'm going to just add a rule in to where you can't kneel. Mm. So I think what we have to realize is what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad told us over 80 years ago separation or death mm. do for self or suffer the consequences these are the consequences a brother a brother called me one day and said brother ben you don't we don't realize how free you are and uh the way he broke it down made a lot of sense he said do you know you're more freer than millionaires and when he broke it down like you said some of these people you're naming are millionaires multi-millionaires but they can't speak how we speak. They can't mm. say the things that we're saying because they have contracts, they have relationships, they have ties with people that won't allow them to say that. Yeah. But when you can get up, you may be yeah. making only $2,000 a month. He making $2 million a month. Yep. You more freer than him. So we're chasing something that we really don't know what we're chasing. Yeah. So you'll see that a lot of those people who end up becoming millionaires and they get so-called success, mm-hmm. uh, they end up trying to find them find a way to come back down to where we are. So we think so when the scripture talks about what gains a man to, you know, gain the whole world and then lose your soul. soul. 
See, so when you don't have your soul, I think that means you don't have your mind. You know, you're not able to express yourself the way you want to express yourself. So I feel like we must find a way to unite, find a purpose so that we can control not only uh, the game. We're going to end up winning the game. The cream going to always rise to the top. You can see that in golf, Tiger Woods, basketball, football, anything we get in, we take over. But because they own the root of things, Mm. I think that's why we can – you know, succeed. So the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan talked about that. We got to get down to the root and be more productive uh, producers and not just consumers. So if we can pick cotton for them, cotton going to end up doing so many things. It makes clothes. It makes so many things. But we don't want to pick cotton for ourselves because they have killed the will in us to get down and get back into farming and agriculture. True. I don't care if you are, Minister, I don't care if you're a lawyer, rapper, uh, whatever. All of us got to eat to survive. Yeah. But they killed the desire and will for us to farm through what you call sharecropping. Okay. So we did all this farming for them, and we didn't even get much of yeah. that. Sure. So we have to get down to the root of things. If we want to be able to express ourselves, we have to bring build our own platforms. Or we just have to be willing to sacrifice and pay the price. Because for me, I've been banned on Facebook. Okay. you know, And I don't really... Mm. I have uh, two thoughts when it comes to this building our own platform thing okay. because my because of my mission. Okay. See, my mission is to give life to the dead. You know, people say all the time, well, Brother Ben, go to, you know, they got blackconscious.com and all the black people are going to be on there. Well, yeah, but all the conscious people are going to be over there. I'm trying to reach brother who still believes Santa Claus is bringing them gifts. <laughs> I'm trying to reach brother who's still beefing and gossiping and doing all kind of other things. So I'm okay. going to use their platform yeah. to reach the masses of my people. Yeah. So, but I'm also willing to speak the truth, whether they ban me or not, I'm yeah. going to continue to come back. Uh, yeah. Like the minister teaches us to, you know, he's been banned from TV. He's been banned from, he's actually banned from UK. Um, yeah. He's actually got banned from UK a long time ago, but I we have that. to be willing to sacrifice. And that is the sacrifice that the scripture is talking about. Those who are called by my name must humble themselves, you know, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. Then I'll forgive you. So if you want to be looked at by God, seen by God, these are things that we have to do. Then it talks about in order for you to be my disciple, you must pick up your cross and then follow me. What comes after being followed? Uh, after you follow Jesus, he says that you're, uh, you, 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 uh, you're going to be lied on. You're going to be persecuted. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to be slandered. Uh, slandered. All these things for my name's sake. So if he was slandered, if he was lied on, if he was persecuted, if he was killed and I'm not, then I need to check and see who I'm following then. Maybe I'm not following him <laughs> if I'm not experiencing some of these things. So we just have to be willing to pay that price, man. And for some yeah. people, they need to get that money. For some people, they want the money they don't necessarily need it, but I think financial literacy will help them as well. Because yeah. if you already got a million and you know how to invest your money, then you good. Y'all, y'all fire me or not, I'm good. Yeah. But a lot of them can't say something because they really depend on at depend on that as a means to eat. And those of us who look at them, we have to also say, hey. I'm talking about Cotton Kaepernick, and I'm asking myself, how come these athletes ain't looking out and saying something? Well, let's look at myself too. Yeah. Because uh, how come I ain't saying nothing? 
See, I'm on Facebook looking like a uh, uh, Fred Hampton part two, but when I go to work, <laughs> I can't speak like this because I'm scared my boss going to fire me. Yeah. So, yeah, we can talk about them, but let's also look at ourselves and say, hey, why am I not speaking out? Why am I not saying something? Forget this I ain't got no voice. You got a voice. Sure. If you can influence your mama, your cousin, your, your, your sister, your daughter, sure. that's still influence. Sure. And see, you never know. What your influence is going to multiply to. You may say, I only got 50 followers, Brother Ben. I ain't got no voice like you got. Well, you a lie. Because what if one of those followers end up becoming an influence and they influence 100,000 based on what you taught them? So there's no excuse mm. for us not to do the work. Mm. And you said so. You spoke on financial literacy. So I believe that it's, it's financial literacy, but it's a emotional intelligence as well. Mm -hmm. Because I believe that all minorities, anybody that lives in a lower socioeconomical background suffers from PTSD in some form, mm. whether it's the veterans or whether it's just the environments, the guns, the drugs, the prostitution, whatever it is, we suffer from some form of trauma every single day. We never talk about it. We self-medicate, you know, and we just, we never really heal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've healed, and I believe that I'm, getting closer to healing and the, the pursuit of it is mm -hmm. when you actually heal. Cause it never stops. Mm -hmm. You continually pursue that. Um, but yeah, I believe financially and emotionally, if we can fix those things, we could get there. Most people aren't, most people are in debt. The average person can't, can't take care of, I believe something that's a, around $400. Mm, average, yeah, yeah. They say yeah. the average person, I know they say the average person doesn't even have a thousand dollars in they, in their yeah. savings. Yeah. 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 But you could be you could be rich and broke spiritually. Right. You can have that million dollars and you ain't doing nothing with it. Yeah, sister there's a name Sister uh Joy. She okay. talks about PTSD, but hers is post traumatic slave disorder. And one of the things that mm. she talks about is like for example, if a white mother comes to school and her daughter's doing well, yeah. she has no problem talking about it. But if the black daughter or the black mother is asked, how's your son doing? Or how's your daughter doing? Oh, he's, he's all right. But the, sure. and, it, and she said that the black son may actually be excelling the white boy. But it goes back to slavery when the boss comes around. She's trying to keep the son down or keep the daughter down saying, oh, he's doing all right. Because if he was doing well, boss would have took him away and sold him somewhere mm. for some money. So she was always trying to keep the son and make it seem like he's struggling or don't look the white man in the eye because she wants to protect him. That's her way of protecting. And mm. that has came all the way down to 2019. Somebody asked you, how you doing? Oh, I'm all right, man. I can't call it, man. I, I mean, I am struggling. You know, you know, it's always that, that that negative or that mediocre tone. It's never, true. oh, man, I'm doing well, man. I got yeah. this going. I, oh, man, I'm always hot. That's true. You know, so that's that has trailed us all the way from back then. And when you think about it, PTSD or what they go through in the Army, when they come home, they go through all kind of programs to overcome that. Yeah. We were just let free. We yeah. have not been re uh, uh have went through some type of rehab to overcome these different trials that's mm. passed down through the children, that's mm. passed down through the parents, not only passed down when you out, but passed down through the womb. That's why the minister talks about giving birth to a God. Mm. See, when you are when you are pregnant as a mother, your thoughts is going down to the to the to your child's thoughts. The chemicals and the food that you're eating is going down 
to the womb. So when we eating certain chicken, if they killed the chicken wrong and the ch- and the chicken was running out of fear, that adrenaline actually is going down into the uh, into the human being. So this mm. stuff gets pretty deep, man. So if we're mm. not talking about uh, the mental health that you're talking about. If we're not talking about reformation of the mind of the black man and woman, then uh, we're missing out on a very vital part. Wow, we pretty deep, man. Um, I mean, this is even deeper, man. I've always felt like life, like real life, like is a monopoly board, and it's about six guys that own everything, mm. and it's on the backs of everybody else. The other ninety nine percent, it's on the backs of those guys. Of wow, the minorities, uh, the people who don't take the time to, like you say, to reform their minds. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be played on your back, and you may think. When you get your car, when you get your house, when you finally get what you want, that you're actually doing something and making a difference. But like, you don't even understand. Have you seen that meme? What is that? There's a meme that says exactly what you just said. Besides the meme says, like, for example, I'll set the basis. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, or the minister said that, the white man's time was up in 1914 because they got a, they had a 6,000-year-old rule. Uh, the Bible talks about that as well, that we will be under them. Um so you may ask, well, Brother Ben, it's 2019. Well, what's, what's going on? How, how come they still in power? Yeah. Well, it's the same illustration that that board game gave. The same exact description that you gave, it was black people, and all the black people was, was – uh, was hunched over, and you had the Rothschilds, you had all of the high-banking people, the international yep. bankers around them on a monopoly board, yep. and the meme said all we have to do is stand up, and the game is over. Mm. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said our unity – is more powerful than an atomic bomb. That will solve 95 to 98% of our problems. See, I may not have a school. You may have a school, but I might be into farming. Or we can trade and we can barter. So in our community with the black dollar, our community or our dollar only circulates six to eight hours. But the Asian yeah. community and the Korean community, it circulates yeah. 30 days. Mm. So we don't have a lack of finances per se because we're the number one consumer. What we have is a lack of unity. And once we unite, that'll solve a lot of our problems, even mentally. Some of us are going through things because I feel like I'm doing it all by myself. I have nobody that I can lean on. And when we talk about unity, we have to realize that there's a difference between unity and uniform. Uniform is everybody got to be in the nation of Islam. Everybody got to be in the Christian church. Everybody got to be a black panther. But unity is uni. You're one. You got your philosophy. I got my ideology. You got yours. But let's come together on common grounds and let's figure out how we can put together something like a gumbo of you from New Orleans. I'm going to bring my little dish. You're going to bring your little dish, and then we're going to put it all together and make this thing work. But because we don't know where we're going with unity. See, I can say let's unite. We've been saying that since the 30s. Let's unite. Let's unite. We got to unite. But then we united to do what? That's like coming to a kickback. Yeah, all kind of people came to the kickback. We're coming back. We unite to smoke. Yeah. So we have to say, what is the agenda? We're going to unite to get land. We're going to unite to get schools. We're going to unite to get restaurants. We're going to unite to start a business. And guess what? I don't have to do everything. True. See, that's our problem. I'm asking you a question. JT, you, you, you ain't got no school yet? So the arrogance or the, yes. or the attitude in which I'm asking gets off. See, it's better off. if I say, JT, you, you got a school? Man, because I got this, I got some resources, man, and I feel like it'll be a good connection. See, but we ask, like, how come you ain't got that yet? You don't have to do everything. If you got a restaurant, that may be your purpose. That may be your thing. And if I think we need a school, how about I get to school then? See, I made a video here recently that says we have to stop hiding behind we. 
we don't have this. We ain't got a school. How come we ain't got this? No, man. If I'm a part of the we, like Brother Malik said, and I build a school, guess what we got? We got a school. If I build a restaurant, guess what we got? A restaurant. So I feel like once we unite, man, it'll solve a lot of the problems that we have, man. And then just focusing on self-improvement. A lot of us know the right answer. Like the brothers you spoke about earlier that's on drugs, a lot of them know the right answer. They know they got to get out these. You know, they know they got to, you know, get some help. But it's the process of wanting to get the help. It's the process of overcoming the addiction that uh, that we're missing. That's true. And it's always there for you. Like, it doesn't go anywhere. To the, the Maybe it's fear. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's fear. But fear, fear of only what? exists in our minds. Fear of what, though? Uh, change, mm. change, and uh, just getting out of the norm of what they're used to. Uh, I believe a lot of people are accustomed to a lifestyle rather than a life. Mm. They, they're accustomed to everything that comes with uh, just, um, you know, just what's considered the American dream. Mm-hmm. You know, women, money, all of that splurge and excess. I believe we're accustomed to the lifestyle because I fall victim to it and. I still fall victim to it mm-hmm. every now and then. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. As I, you know, try to pursue my purpose. Mm-hmm. So, man, we got about. I actually want to, man. I want to give you the reins, man. Like, just from sitting here listening to you, man. Like, I'm, I'm learning so much from you. Like, I just want to give you the floor, man. Like, you can say whatever you want. You can ask questions. Like, right now, like this is this is Ben X show. Right now. <laughs> well, me? I would say. Um, because you said something before the show about uh, spiritual spirituality and yeah. uh, religion. You say, I hear a lot of people online say that I'm not religious. Okay. Uh, I'm spiritual. So my question would be to you, yeah. what is the difference between being religious and being spiritual? Um, I think uh, religion. So with religion, people necessarily, they want uh, community. Mm-hmm. They want a community that can go and be around that they can pray with, and that gives them their joy. That gives them um, their purpose. Just having the community of uh, other followers, believers, you know what I'm saying, which I understand. Spirituality is, I believe that uh, death, death is the greatest teacher of life. Like when you realize, like, you're not going to get another person back, you start to think about what they was teaching you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And in my experience, like, Losing my father, I was like, I started to like search for answers. I wanted to learn more about his life, and I couldn't like he didn't he wasn't he wasn't one to like journal or write. It wasn't no video. It was nothing. Like it was literally nothing. So I had to go to people. So I had to go to his friends. I had to go to his family members. I had to talk to them, and they told me things about him that I didn't know. Like mm-hmm. my friends knew my father in a way that I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. You know, because we had a father son relationships and father son. Always butt head. They don't have to, but typically they butt heads. Mm-hmm. So spiritually, when I started to seek him, one of the last things he left me with is he said, "I'm not always going to be here." And he just he 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 always believed in God. You know, he might have made some wrong decisions, but he always believed in God. But one of the things I remember him leaving me with was just to like pursue and seek God. So I was like, okay, like I've tried all of these other different types of ways to fulfill myself, and I've always fallen short. Like, why? Like try to pursue God. And when I did that, God started using other people to speak to me. I would pray and I'd be like, God, man, like I need show me something. Like show me, I would get mad. I would get frustrated. <laughs> like what's going on? You know what I mean? And then 
slowly but surely, he started to use other people to speak to me. And when certain situations would happen, typically, if, like, if something good happens to somebody, they like, oh, my God, it's luck or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't believe in luck. I believe in opportunity. I believe when your thoughts are aligned with what you want, that, that is, you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Like, or, or, or it's going to present itself to you. You may not know it, but it's going to be there. So that, to me, is like spirituality. Like, I have uh, the ankh on my chest. Mm-hmm. Like, that's life. That's the womb and that's the shaft. Like, I don't believe in the cross. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, so that's basically, like, what spirituality is for me. For In your uh, journey mm-hmm. of um, talking to people, interviewing okay. people, conversating with people, yeah. what have you found to be the most common problem or struggle that they have in life? Fear, man. People are, I, one thing about me, like, like I, when I was young, like, my brother had this reputation in the streets. Like, my dad had one, and then my brother had one. People, like, expected me to just follow that, and I just didn't. Like, that just wasn't who I was. You know what I mean? Like, I just, that's, that's not who I was. But that that uh, script was already there for me, mm. and anytime I did anything that was a little bad, like, they just aligned me with that. Oh, like, yo, that's not who I am. So, Fear. Like, I couldn't swim for a long time, so I was always afraid of, like, water. Anytime it would rain, like, storms and stuff, I just, like, I just thought, like, the world would end. You know what I mean? And when I learned how to swim, I was like, I don't really have nothing to fear. So everything that I want to do, like, anything that, like, I'm, like, just, like, discreetly afraid of, I go complete. I go right to it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that it's something for me on the other side of that fear. So most people, like, not a lot of people can not a lot of people can speak publicly like just they can be successful they can be a billionaire they don't want to speak in front of people they don't want to talk to people they don't want to they don't want to fail a lot of people don't want to fail a lot mm. of people told me that they, they, they don't want to fail i'm like i'm fine cuz like i don't i don't lose i learn mm-hmm. every opportunity i learn something you know what i'm saying like and i i'll be honest like i've lost a lot of money just trying to figure out what my purpose was I wasn't doing it in the right way. But, yeah, fear, well, fear of failure. And I guess my last question would be, um, if I was in prison and uh, I'm in physical prison and I want to break out of prison Mm. and you are the only phone number that I have Mm. and I call you and say, JT, man, uh, I need you to help me break out of prison or – not help me like physically, but give me the steps that I need to take to break out of this prison. What would you say? Wow. Woo. That hit home. Mm. That's tough, man. I will say this. Uh, I've always felt like prison is hell on earth to me. That's, that's just what I feel. Like prison is hell on earth. You're in there with the most vicious criminals most illegal stuff in the world go on in there. It's basically slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Honestly, you have to find what your God is. You know what I mean? Because ah, to break, physically break them out of yeah, prison. Like, like I'm, I want to get out like El Chapo. Oh, no, nah, I can't do nothing for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> physically? Yeah. No, nah, I mean, to physically break out. If I, if I kind of get to where you're going to, you just have to. First, you got to, like, break your mind out of the prison. 
okay, now I broke my mind out. I'm spiritual now. I don't read all kind of books. I'm man, I know the Bible, the Quran yeah. from head to toe, but I'm still in here. You ain't gonna get out because what you've already done, you have to pay for. So when you get out, but I'm innocent, huh? I'm innocent. Oh, a lot of us are. Most like I'm, 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 I'm innocent in here, and they don't they don't care. Yeah, it's just injustice, and I want to get out, mm. and I need steps to help me get out. Mm. You got me with that. Like I'm not looking to make the right answer because <laughs> I don't I don't think no. There is just a right say what if that. if I called you, what would you yeah. say? Fit to physically break you out of prison. Yes, I want to put together a plan to physically get out of here. Mm. kind of stumped me with that one man <laughs> i don't know i don't know because if i try to break you out they're gonna put well, me if, in well if you don't know what do you do if you don't know what do you do ask ask who to break somebody out of prison yeah i'm calling you y'all we on the phone and yeah. you don't know so what do you do next one they're recording you, that conversation so now i'm an accessory to your crime that you well they not recording this one <laughs> <laughs> they recording all of them <laughs> um I don't know. Okay, okay. Okay, I get where you're going. Well, obviously, you have to learn the prison inside and out. You have to learn how it works. You have to learn everything about the prison, where you're at, how it runs, how it operates, for sure, first. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. Okay. Well, the point that I was getting at is uh, the answers that you gave is what a lot of people give to the mental prison that we have. Just pray about it. You know, find God. Yeah. And when we talk about physically breaking out of prison, it, it makes it forces us to give practical answers, mm. because if I'm financially broken, I can't pay my bills next week. Praying is not going to get it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can pray and praying is reaffirming what I believe in. But yeah. if you don't give me a physical strategy or a financial strategy, yeah. I'm not going to break out. Okay. And often people don't know. And if you don't know, the best thing to do is ask, yeah. ask somebody who's already, you know, done it before and so a lot of times and whenever we in certain situations financially mentally we're really one phone call away one google search away one book read away from figuring out what our problem is because there's nothing new under the sun whatever i'm going through somebody has probably already overcame it and in fact they have probably overcame something that's a lot worse than what i'm going through so if i was to tell somebody i would say hey man we're gonna have to put together a plan first let me go call somebody that maybe knows somebody who has already broken out of prison, then let me put together you a plan. Then what we're going to have to do, we're going to have to study where you at right now. And then you're going to have to get spiritually together because this is going to be a risk that you have to take. But sometimes whenever to get out of our financial situations or our physical situations or our mental situations, it's going to be a heavy risk that we may, you know, mess up ourselves if we end up failing so first of all we have to consult after we consult we got to put together a plan after we put together a plan we may have to find a team to help us make sure that this thing happened you know i may have to do a lot of communication and then i have to have faith and go out and do it so whoever's out there and you're in this prison mentally you you, you live in check to check you don't know how to get out mm-hmm. i'm not saying this thing is going to happen overnight so i'm not saying after you send me this plan i'm going to execute it tomorrow it may sure. take me a whole year it may take me two years but in this whole two years i'm making sure that i'm where i am today is a little bit more farther than where i was yesterday what i know today about the prison about some doors about whatever the case may be is a lot more or a little bit more than what it was yesterday And I think if we think like that, how would I break myself out of physical prison? It's a lot harder to put together a plan on how to break out of physical prison than the prison that you're at right now. Because, in fact, 
the prison that you're in right now, you may already have the key, and the only thing you have to do is put the key in the door and unlock it. Mm. I agree with that, brother. Wow. Mm. <laughs> you, have, you got me for a second. I was like, man, this dude want to ask me how to break somebody out of prison? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great answer, man. Uh, and we got like five five minutes left, man. Um, so one thing that I do now, man, you, you probably do it yourself. I, I just study great minds. If I, if I find out about somebody, like obviously they, they tell us, you know, like obviously Farrakhan is in the media. Malcolm X, man, but I, I, I learned to like like people like uh, Dick Gregory, Cornell West, uh, Phil Valentine. It's a lot of people that are very educated. So other other than uh, obviously your faith is Islam, who are some people that I don't want to? I don't know if you would call them a mentor or people that you you study. Uh, T D Jakes, okay, Miles Monroe. I know Miles Monroe. Uh, Gary V. Definitely know Gary V. Um, Reverend Ike. Reverend Ike. I don't know that one. Okay. Um, little Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. I know him. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Uh, Dan Locke. Mm. Okay. Uh, and that might. That's fine. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, you just blessed a lot of people's game, man. Yeah, and that's a, that's a, that's some keys, man. Yeah, I usually charge a hundred thousand for that. <laughs> I feel you, as you should, man. Know your worth. Um, what's going on with Ben X right now, man? What's next with you? Uh, well, um, I'm looking to get into forex, so okay. I'm about to get into forex a little right. bit, do a little investing into the forex, okay. building up my podcast, Brother Ben X Podcast, building my YouTube back up is really my main focus right now. My uh, it got terminated back in last December. My YouTube channel, so it's back they up to twenty thousand now. Yeah, it's back up to twenty thousand uh, subscribers now. So just building my YouTube uh. back, getting people aware that it's back up because a lot of people don't know that it's back up and. Uh, uh. Just continue to push this mission, man. That's Where it. were you at when they terminated you? Uh, forty million plus uh, views and one hundred and forty-six thousand mm. plus subscribers. And they terminated you. Yep. Did they give you a reason why? They said hate speech, but didn't give me a warning. Don't didn't tell me what video, no nothing. Mm. Yep. Mm. That's been X, man. Yo, man, I appreciate you coming through here, man. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. He just blessed us with so much game. Yes, sir. Um, and that's a wrap, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it.